Hi, I'm Tim Carter, and this is Ask the Builder. I received a few days ago a really interesting email overnight, and here was the bonus. It included a really pretty good video showing the problem. It came from Joe. Joe lives in South Carolina, and let me read his email. It's short and right to the point. Hello, I've built a freestanding treehouse for my nine-year-old son, but I'm a novice in carpentry. Here is a video showing my nearly finished project, and I'm wondering if using 3 8 inch galvanized bolts in 4x4 posts was sufficient. I had a professional carpenter visit yesterday, and he said he would not worry about it, that the structure should last 20 years. But my son means the world to me, and I just want to make sure that I haven't created a death trap. And then there was the URL to the video. If you are not listening to this podcast on the AskTheBuilder.com website, and it's really easy to find this there, and I urge you to do that, all you have to do is go to AskTheBuilder.com and type in Free Standing Treehouse. Here's why. Uh, you can go there and watch the video. I'm just going to assume that Joe is going to keep it up for a long period of time. And if not, I've captured a bunch of screenshots to illustrate the key points. So you, um, even if he does take the video down and erase it, delete it from YouTube, uh, you'll still get the benefit of what I saw. Here are the mistakes. So let, actually, let's parse his... his um, email and because there's some really important clues in it number one first sentence he said he's a novice in carpentry okay there's nothing wrong with that i w i used to be a novice okay and he talked about three eighths inch galvanized bolts in the four by four post and now here's the really important one he said he had a professional carpenter come to the site and look at it and the carpenter's opinion is that the structure would last 20 years. I'm deeply troubled by that one. And the reason why is, well, first of all, the definition of a professional is someone who gets paid a fee for doing work. The trouble is, is that the word professional typically is meant that the person really knows what they're doing. But you know what? There are attorneys that are professionals, right? They're white-collar professionals. And I can tell you that I have dealt with countless attorneys that are bumbling idiots, all right? If you're an attorney listening to this, I'm not trying to beat up on you. There are plenty of quote-unquote professionals who don't know what they're doing. Not every professional got a 100 degree on the bar exam. Not every professional... Uh, is got this got a hundred on the CPA exam. You can just run down the list. There are professional doctors, and there, some of them work in the also ran hospitals because they got fired from the really really great hospitals. Okay, I think you get the point. This carpenter that visited Joe's site doesn't know what he's talking about, or he was not very observant. Let's go down the list of the things that Joe did wrong. Okay. In my opinion, he didn't do enough great research before he started the project. He just kind of jumped in. 
and or he may have done the research. He may have thought that he did a lot of research, but unfortunately he might have ended up on a lot of bogus internet websites. I have seen so much bad information out there about home improvement. It just is staggering to me how there is just so much wrong information out there. All he had to do was go to the Simpson Strong Tie website, and that's all he would have had to have done to find out exactly how to do this. All right. Here are step-by-step in kind of descending order. You may disagree with my order as to what's wrong, but here are the big mistakes. The beams that surround, basically what Joe did is he created a deck, like a big platform that's kind of up in the air and it resembles like a table, just like a table you might have in your kitchen or your dining room. So think about that. Think how you have this flat surface and it's supported by legs. Okay. So... The trouble is, what Joe did, and this is very common, in fact, I just saw a brand new house with this, where the main supporting beams that are carrying all the load are just bolted to the sides of a column, so that all of the weight of the structure is resting on the this tiny surface area, the tiny half diameter of the bolts. Think about that. Think about all that load on those tiny little areas. What should have been done? Pretty simple. Joe had two options. He could have used a 6x6 instead of a 4x4, and he could have notched the 6x6 so that the beams rest on the wood and that load is transferred directly down to the pier that's in the ground, the concrete pier. But he didn't do that. He used a 4x4. Well, guess what? The good news is he can rectify the problem by scabbing on a treated 2x4 to the side of the 4x4 right underneath each of these 2x6s, and that 2x4 goes all the way down to the pier. That satisfies it. You know, and he can just nail that or he can screw it. It doesn't make any difference. Joe talked about how he got up on the platform and as he's moving around, it wobbles. No kidding. You bet it's going to wobble because he's just got these very weak connections between the posts and the decking. And if he got up there and several people, like if maybe four or five people got up there and started kind of rocking back and forth like they were dancing like I'm talking bigger adults, I guarantee you within a few minutes they would create a harmonic and they would get the entire structure to collapse. It would just come crashing down to the ground. You know, the legs would kind of fold over. The way you solve that problem is the way it's done in many, many a steel structure. You'll see pole barns, you'll see um, bigger steel buildings that often have a diagonal a brace that runs from the bottom of a steel column up to the top of the one that's next to it, you know, creating a, you know, like a, like a triangle. And if you do that around all four corners, and I have a drawing of this on the askthebuilder.com website where you're going to find this podcast. Remember, go to askthebuilder.com, type in free standing treehouse, and you're going to find this podcast. If you have these diagonal braces in, you're going to take out all that wobble. Joe put in these very small braces 
at the top of each column, like a little 45 degree angle. That's not going to work. He thinks it's going to work. You know, I emailed him after I got his original email, and you can see in the video he had planned to put these in, but they're not good enough. And what's the big problem is this. Over time, the treated lumber dries out, and the connection between the either you use nails, or you use bolts, whatever, those weaken up and they loosen up. Uh, and it's, it's just not as strong as it was the day it was built. That's the trouble. The diagonal bracing that's put in from top to bottom at the columns, that, that doesn't happen. The railings that Joe has created are death traps. All right. He, what he did is he bolted the side, he bolted the railing posts to the side of these little two by six beams. There is no way that they will resist the um, code required uh, horizontal force that you need to put on railings. Granted, the kids are just nine years old, but you know what? There could be adults up there, and it's just wrong. I have a column at the website at askthebuilder.com. I have a little product that I sell that shows how these um, deck posts can be put in with very special, inexpensive hardware that is sold by Simpson Strong Tie. There's just a special way that you have to put these, these um, deck column, you know, deck railing post in, you know, it's just, it's so important, you know, because this, this platform is about seven, eight feet up in the air. There are no through bolts that I can tell. Everything that Joe used are lag bolts. Lag bolts are completely unacceptable. The reason they're unacceptable is because if you over tighten them, they lose a significant amount of their holding power. Through bolts don't do that. He also didn't stagger his drill holes, he kind of centered them one on top of another. He he mentioned that in the video. He he knew that he made a mistake. Uh, luckily, it's easy to rectify. It's easy to take out a bolt and put in a new one, uh, and it's easy to redrill a hole. And finally, the one big mistake that I saw is that all the joist hangers that he used, uh, he has what appeared to me to be drywall screws, galvanized drywall screws. Understand that drywall screws are not structural screws. There's a big difference between structural and non-structural fasteners. Simpson Strong Tie, they make very special small inch and a half long structural, you know, I'm going to call them bolts actually because they have like a hex head. Uh, those are the things that should have been used and you also have to use very special fasteners in the deck, everything, everything's got to be a special heavy-duty galvanized material because the modern treated lumber, it's got a very high amount of copper in it. And when that gets wet, the it becomes like a battery and you get a chemical reaction and this solution will actually start to corrode iron, you know, steel or iron fasteners once a thin galvanized coating gets worn off. So you have to have really, really good galvanizing on everything so that you don't have failure. That basically is what I feel Joe should do. Luckily, he can solve almost all of these problems with just a little bit of effort, but I really applaud him and looking out for the benefit of his son and all of his son's friends because, you know, his son's going to have his buddies come over and they're going to goof around up there. They're going to start goofing around. They're going to have mud ball fights. Who knows what? But we, we need them to be safe. And luckily, it's not that hard to do.
Remember, go to askthebuilder.com. All you have to do is type into the search engine freestanding treehouse. Four words, freestanding treehouse. You're going to find this podcast. You're going to find a bunch of photos. You're going to find a couple of my illustrations. And you're going to discover how to create a really safe structure so that nobody gets hurt. I want to thank today's sponsor. It's Stain Solver. Stain Solver is a certified organic oxygen bleach. Just go to stainsolver.com, look at the before and after photos, watch the videos. That will convince you. Remember, while you're at askthebuilder.com, sign up for the free newsletter. You're going to love it. It's pretty funny. And what I'm doing now is each issue, I'm putting in a pretty fun quiz. And um, they've got some pretty quirky answers. And each quiz should put you in a good mood. That's the whole point. They're, they're supposed to be fun. And you're supposed to kind of smile or laugh or giggle, you know, after you uh, take each one. It's only one question. So it's a simple one-question quiz. Takes you about 10 seconds to take the quiz and have some fun. All right. Go to askthebuilder.com. I'm going to have another podcast for you soon. Thanks for listening.